0: Welcome back. I'm talking about the commands of Christ again, another one of the commands of Christ. Today, we're talking about Jesus's command to follow him. So Jesus goes to some fishermen. He goes to a tax collector. He goes to some people who are just doing their jobs in the middle of the workday. And he says, follow me. And these guys drop what they're doing, in some cases, literally drop their nets that they're fishing with, and they go and follow them. They follow that command. And we're going to talk a little bit today about whether or not that's really something that we do and whether that's something we should do. So let's go to the Bible. And look at what it says. In Matthew 4, 19, Jesus is uh, calling his first disciples. He goes to some guys that are fishing. And he says to them, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And I want you to see in, in verse 20, I want you to see what happens. They immediately put down their nets and they follow him. And then he goes and he calls the other two Brothers who are with their father, Zebedee, in his boat, he calls them, come and follow me, and they leave behind their father, and they go and follow Jesus. So there's a few things that I want to talk to you about. Number one is, what does it mean to follow Jesus? And number two, what it means to put him above the other things in in your life. So, for example, to put aside your career, put down your nets and follow him. What it means to prioritize Jesus over even your own family, as Zebedee's sons did. And what that doesn't mean. So, first, following Jesus, we tend to, in... American church, let's say in, let's say in Western church, we have this tendency to, if we're asked what Christianity is, what does it mean to be a Christian? We have this tendency to think of things like, to what, to believe in God. But if you were to ask the disciples, if you were to ask the the writers of the gospels or, or the apostle Paul or Jesus, If Christianity or they didn't use that word back then, but you know what I mean? If if uh, if being one of Jesus's disciples was to believe in him, they would say, well, even the demons believe in God, even the demons believe that Jesus is the son of God. But now in following him and obeying him, we have something different. To actually put our trust in him is not just to believe in him. So really to be a Christian is to follow Jesus. To follow his commands. To obey him. To trust in him. To abide in him. To seek him out. To prioritize him. Following him is listening to his voice. And, and doing what he says. Trusting in him first before you trust in something else. Relying on him. Going to him first before you go somewhere else. Those are ways that we follow him. Trusting that his word is true. We follow him through our faithfulness to him. And when we are like the disciples that he called here, we put down our necks and follow him. That's what Christianity looks like. Now, he's not calling us today to quit our jobs, to go physically walk with him in a physical location and live with him as disciples that he called first did obviously. So what does it mean for us today? Well, there's times we're faced with a choice. A choice to continue on in a career that is making us a lot of money or to put that career aside to follow Jesus, to to be more involved with his people, to be more uh, in a relationship with him. And sometimes we may choose the career. We may choose the security. We may choose the the money. Whatever it is that's most important about that job, we may be choosing it over him for our our own reasons, whatever they may be. His call is not walk away from your job and quit it to follow me necessarily. Now, there may be times that that drastic measure is what exactly is called for, but many times he just means don't work yourself to the bone at your job at the neglect of serving God. Don't work so hard at your job to serve yourself And to make that money and not leave any dedication to God in that job that you're performing. We're told in scripture, work hard as though for the Lord and not for man. God does want us to work. However, he wants us to work to bring glory to him. And sometimes we're not doing that in our jobs. So when we put him first, when we're following him first and foremost, our jobs are going to be secondary. We're going to work, but we're going to work as though for the Lord and not for man. Now, the other example of the disciples who were called the left behind their father doesn't mean. Divorce your wife and leave your kids to follow Jesus. In fact, more dedication to Christ, more a closer relationship following him will benefit your family. The closer a relationship you have with God in that vertical relationship, the better a horizontal relationship you're going to have on earth. Jesus said the top two commandments were love God and love your neighbor you're going to benefit the people around you in the way that you treat them if you have a better relationship with God. So when you're following Jesus closely, and that means to follow his commands and obey him, you're going to be following commands that tell you to to love and serve your family and those around you. You're not going to be neglecting them to follow him. You're going to be serving them more by following him. So I don't want you to take what I'm saying the wrong way. When I say make Jesus the priority and follow him first and foremost, I'm not saying throw everything else away and nobody else matters. The reality is These disciples who went and followed him to put those things aside, they trusted him first and foremost to take care of them. And that is what we need to do and say, this job isn't the most important thing to me. I I know that you'll take care of me. I'm not relying on the security of this job. You will provide for me. You're saying, I love my family, but I can only love them well. If I'm following you closely. So you're the most important thing in my life, Lord. And you'll have a better relationship through that following. And I hope it's clear here what Jesus calls us to to follow him, to make him Lord in our lives is not a call to forget everyone else around us because everyone else is going to benefit from who we are when we closely follow him. The disciples became better people. You can see that throughout the scriptures. They became better people through following Jesus. So when we think that we're going to sacrifice everything in our lives, yes, he does call us to sacrifice, But we sometimes think of that sacrifice in a negative light. I'm going to lose this or that if if I really follow him and dedicate my life to him. But that sacrifice, much like the parable of the person who sold everything he had so that he could buy a field that had a treasure in it. That sacrifice of everything is going to lead to a better treasure than what we gave up. That makes sense. The call to follow Jesus and and put him first it is, is not going to be a miserable life. There will be sacrifice. There will be opposition. There will be hardship. There will be all of those things. But that's going to happen in life anyway. I'd rather have it as a consequence of following Jesus than just have it because of the consequence of this fallen world. We have a choice to make. The command of Christ is to follow him. So are you doing that? Are you following him? Am I doing that? I have to ask myself that. And it's an everyday question. It's not just like I'm on the path. I'm there for good. Every day, am I following Jesus? Am I, am I in a close relationship with him as I should be? And listen, his yoke is easy and his burdens are light. I'm not putting burdens on you by saying this. This isn't a do more message. This isn't a you're not doing enough message. We get enough of those. What I'm saying is just in your quiet time with the Lord as you're talking to him, ask him if there is anything you need to be doing to seek him more closely in a relationship, to follow him more closely. His burdens are not heavy burdens. He simply asks us to follow him.